0: Say, turn it around, open the windows of heaven, pour out a blessing of the flow. Turn it around, open the windows of heaven, pour
1: out a blessing. Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Day Spring Chapel. Arise, shine, and excel, located at 1628 Hyde Park Ave, Hyde Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 178 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now let's listen to today's message from Pastor David.
2: Who died for you? And you basically say, I am dead. I am no longer alive. My life is the one that died for me. So the life that you now have is the life of Jesus. You don't exist anymore. You don't live anymore. You live the life of the one that died for you. Oh may the Lord give you understanding of this. Please think about this very well. There is no way that's you are condemned to death you are condemned to death to be crucified to be executed and somebody comes around and says by the way I did it I was the one that did it will you let him go and they say oh wow okay and they let you go and you just walk away you walk out of that place And you don't even remember the one that just released you from death. It's impossible. It's impossible. You want to go and find out about the one that just let you off. So that you can live his life. Because really, you are dead. You were dead. The life that you now live is the life of the one that died for you. That's what the scripture is saying. I am crucified with Christ. It is no longer I that live. But Christ Who lives in me? The one that died for you or the one that took your place, it is his life that you now live. If he was supposed to be a surgeon, you say, I'm going to be a surgeon. If he was supposed to be a carpenter, you say, I'm going to be a carpenter. Whatever he was supposed to do, whatever he was supposed to accomplish, you live his life. So you don't live your life anymore. Your life is ended. You died. You died. It is this life that you now live. Oh, may that revelation turn your old life around. In the name of Jesus. Galatians 2.20 I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith. By faith in the Son of God, or by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Colossians 3, 1-3 to says, If then you are raised with Christ, seek those things which are above which where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God, set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. For you died, for you died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Christ, who is our life? He said, you died. You died. And who is your life? Christ. Christ is your life. It is his life that we live out. That is why this is not a matter of doing. It's a matter of being. Amen? It is not about doing. It is not about what you do necessarily. It is about who you are. It is about your being. If you have the being, if you have Christ in you, the doing will come. Amen. So we don't have somebody, you no, know, don't do this, don't do that, don't do this, don't do that. You stop this, you should stop that. No, are they Christians first? You don't, you don't, you don't preach to anybody and say, oh, you should stop this, you should not do this, you should not do that. No, you preach to them Christ first. After they receive Christ, after they have the being, the life of Christ, now the doing will come. If you are struggling with the doing, maybe you, ha- you don't have the being. If you are struggling with the doing, maybe the being is missing. Maybe the life of Christ is missing.
1: Because if you have
2: the life of Christ, that life will flow out of you in the name of Jesus. Lord, give us a revelation of this. Give us an understanding of this. In Jesus' name, amen. Simply, But soundly and profoundly We are Christ The church is the son of God And each of us is a member of the body of Christ So we are God's desire You are God's desire His desire is all about His people Whatever is the grand scheme of God It's all about you How He will glorify His people How He will glorify you Whatever His grand scheme is You are included in that plan. You are part of that plan. You are an important person. An important person in that plan. So when we say, oh God's plan. Or what pleases God. Or God's desire. You are God's desire. Because oh God's desire. Whatever God wants. Whatever God desires. And it's like, what about my desire? You know, God's desire. What about my desire? You talk about God's desire. What about me? People say that all the time. What about me? Really, it's about you. It's about you. Because the person saying that is saying, Oh, the ways of God are burdensome. Oh, the things of God are burdensome. What's all this? Read the scriptures every day. Oh, come to church. Go to church. Pray and all of that. No, it's just too burdensome. It's just too much. They will either watch TV all day. That will not be burdensome, you know. If the ways of God are brought in some, if the things of God are brought in some, again, do you have the life? Do you have the being? Because if you have the being, the doing will flow. Amen. So as we talk about the plan of God, or when we talk about the plan of God, the desires of God, it's all about you. When God says, My desire, what I want, what I want, it's all about you. And as we always say, it's also all about Him. You just have to mesh the two together. It's about it's all about him and it's all about you. May the Lord give you understanding. In Jesus' name. Remember the saying that it is God's, it is it is it is to uh it is in the best interest of God to do what? To bless you, to glorify you. It's in the best interest of God to do you well. Amen. Look at it. It is in the best interest of Of the parents of the father of the mother to spend and be spent on their children because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, they will enjoy it, amen. May the Lord give you understanding. It is in the best interest of the parents of the father, the mother to spend and be spent for their children because at the end of life, at the end of the day, they will be the one to enjoy it, amen. May the Lord give you understanding. A word is enough for the wise. I don't need to dwell on that. If we are going to please the Lord, we must live according to his plan for our life. If we are going to please the Lord, we must live according to his plan for our life. Jesus Christ, our pattern son, the perfect example of a life lived to please God, is the one for us to follow. Jesus Christ, the pattern son, the perfect example of a life lived to please God is the one that we should follow Is the one that we should imitate Let's look at um, Matthew 3 From verse 11 Yeah if you just read from verse 11 You see how John the Baptist says I baptize with water unto repentance But he who is coming after me is mightier than I Whose send us, I am not worthy to carry He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire and he says his winnowing fan is in his hand and he will thoroughly clean out his stretching floor and gather out the wheat into the band. But he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. Basically it will put finality to everything. This is the starting point. Jesus Christ will put finality to everything. In fact this Jesus or this person that is coming to baptize you with the Holy Spirit on fire is so mighty. is so worthy that I am not even qualified to carry his shoes. I'm not qualified to carry his shoes. He's so precious, so mighty, so holy, so worthy that I'm not even qualified to carry his dirty shoes. What a picture of the mightiness, the power, the holiness, the preeminence, the superiority of Jesus to John. John says, I'm not even worthy I'm not qualified to carry his shoes. Now in verse 13, we see what transpired. Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. Jesus came. Jesus took the initiative to come. Jesus didn't say, oh, John should come over here. Jesus decided to walk over to John to be baptized. Wow, that is humility. The mighty one, we cannot even say mightier one, because we can't compare John to him. The mighty one, the one that John was not even qualified to carry his shoes, decided to walk over to John, decided to go over to him to be baptized of him. That is humility. How many of us would do that? Will feel too big. And John tried to prevent him saying, I need to be baptized of you. Why are you coming to me? Why are you coming to me? But Jesus answered and said to him, Permit it to be so now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he allowed him, Wow! Permit it to be so now. Let it be so now. For it is fitting. It is only right for us to fulfill all righteousness, for us to fulfill the scriptures, for us to fulfill what is written, for us to do what is written. Let it be so now. It is only fitting. It is only good. It only looks good when we fulfill our righteousness. It only looks good when we do it according to the set pattern. It is only good when we do it the way it is supposed to be done. If we don't do it the way it is supposed to be done, it doesn't look good. It is not fitting.
1: We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Day Spring Chapel, located at 1628 Hyde Park Ave. in Hyde Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers, on Wednesday at 7.30. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778, extension 2.